Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode, I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. souls and welcome to episode 64 of the ignite your intuition podcast series i'm really excited about today's topic which i am pretty much about every topic that i share but this one i have really fallen in love with over the years so today's topic is learning ourselves during transitions in the rebirth cycle and i feel like this could be its own podcast series on its own so i kind of want to break it down and make it really simple so the rebirth cycle Well, I mean, we're cyclic human beings, so we have so many different cycles that we kind of live and exist by. When we just think of a couple, which are like the lunar cycle, the full and the new moon and the moons in between, we have our, as women, we have our 28-ish day menstrual cycles, if we're in that period of life where we're experiencing that. We have our calendar cycles, you know, we have our weeks and our months and our years, Um, and this rebirth cycle is one, another layer sort of on top of that as well. And this is one that I really came to understand deeply after going through the birthing process with my three babies. Each time I understand, I understood it more. And it is in such direct relation to the way we rebirth as human beings on a very regular basis. Now, When I talk about rebirthing cycles and rebirthing as human beings, it might be working through a pattern. It might be that we've come to a dead end in a job and we're not sure what to do. And then we finally take a leap and try something else. And then it opens up this whole new world and this whole new side of us that we didn't know is there, a new version of us. So it's essentially like the butterfly that goes into the cocoon and then comes out or the caterpillar that goes into the cocoon and comes out the butterfly is this new version of themselves. We're doing that over and over and over again through our whole lives, whether we are aware of it or not. And the thing about being aware of it is that when we are actually aware of it and we can see it and we can accept and understand the part of the cycle that we're in, how it is relating on the bigger picture to the rest of the cycle and how to support ourselves within that specific part of the cycle. Oh my gosh, it makes things so much easier because we can kind of put this framework on it and understand it from a different space rather than feeling like we're lost at sea in this choppy ocean with no oar or sail and just feeling like we're flailing around and there's no way out and we're struggling through this part of the cycle. And this specific part of the cycle I wanted to talk about today is the transition part. I'll briefly go through the four stages of the rebirthing cycle. So the first step is the contraction, which is like, oh, okay, I've got this awareness, something is changing. It's in physical labor. It is in, um, it's when you first start to have contractions, when you know your bub is on the way. The next stage is relaxation. So same in giving birth to a baby. When we first start to have contractions, we also have lots of relaxation in between, generally. 
We have contraction, relaxation. And then they kind of go backwards and forth for a while. And then we get to the stage of transition. And this is what I really want to talk about today because I feel for the very first time ever going through transition, which I'm going through at the moment personally in my life, I am not kicking and screaming through it. I'm not holding my breath. I'm not fearing it. I'm not um, letting my mind obsess over trying to figure things out or create new things or find a new way or I'm just kind of sitting with it and going, okay, this is where I'm at and let's just roll with it. And that is so not the type of person that I am. I am a resistant, try to understand it, pull it apart, anxious, overthinker, all those kind of things. I know I have a podcast on intuition, but I have that podcast because it took me such a big journey to get to that space where I really opened up to my intuition. I had a lot of resisting and fighting and kicking and screaming on the way there and sometimes still do. But I was just so shocked when I realized I'm in transition and that's okay. And I just, when I realized I was in it, I was well into it and I hadn't resisted it. I hadn't kicked and screamed through it. I hadn't fought it. I just accepted it and was just kind of flowing with it. Um, Yeah, which was so amazing to me. And then it became this topic of conversation, like so many things do. Like in, in the world of healing, I'll often see, you know, like a common thread through client sessions week to week or month to month. There'll be kind of something that will be a little bit common between multiple sessions, if not lots of them. Um, and even my own personal experience too. So this part of the cycle that is the transition, I will finish off by saying that after the transition, we get, get to the expansion, which is like the, ah, oh, it's the rebirth. It's the baby being born. Um, it's the completion of that cycle. It's, it's the new version of us. It's the completion of that pattern or that way we used to be, or that part of our journey that the book is closed on. And now it's like, all right, we're in new waters that are calmer and, you know, I'm really standing in it and I'm trusting the journey and I'm trusting the path and let's do this. But the transition phase is what I find the hardest of all during physical birth of babies and also in life because it tends to be the most intense like I said it can feel like you are out at sea in this choppy ocean with no sail and no oar and like you're like WTF get me out of here it's the same when you're giving birth to a baby it's that part where it's like oh my god this is so intense get this baby out of me when is this going to be done and literally One of the most important things you can do, whether it's transition of birthing a baby or transition in life, is actually breathe. It's like, oh my gosh, use this breath that we've been given and gifted as these human beings, these souls in human bodies. Use that breath to breathe through it. And before I do get into how to support yourself through this phase, obviously breathing is one of them. And it's just one of those times when it's so intense where we don't naturally take a breath. We kind of naturally almost like you know grip on and we tend to just oh, kind of try to bear the pain and the discomfort and the, that, that real um, crawling through that tight tunnel before we come out is hold our breath. It's just kind of this natural human thing to do, but it's also counterintuitive because if we actually stop and we let go and we breathe, it makes it so much more comfortable to get through that transition phase. Um, but I really wanted to talk to, about transition today um, and I wrote a few things that I just wanted to read a couple of lines out because these flowed through me during the week and I popped them on Instagram and they just really explained really beautifully and simply how 
transition can feel, but how I have felt this time. So transition, the space between taking the leap and the landing, the unknown. It can be disorientating and scary, but also ignite curiosity and wonder. To be honest, I've struggled mostly through transitions, resisting, fearful, and struggling to go with the flow until all the work that I've done over the years clicked. I'm currently in the transition phase of the rebirth cycle and it feels different. This time I'm accepting instead of resisting. I'm breathing instead of screaming or holding my breath. I'm trusting instead of fearing and I'm flowing instead of holding on. So for me, that was just a really beautiful way to look at the polar opposites of how we naturally respond to a transition in life and how it can actually be. And I think this is one of the things is that sometimes when we're in that, and this has been me for most of my life, like I said, this is the first time where I've reached a transition and have felt calm through the whole thing and and not really resisted it and just flown with it. Um, because of all the work that I've done, so much inner work, so much emotional work, so much past life, past this life pattern work, so many things I've worked on to get to this space. And I've worked with the rebirth cycle for years now. And it just is at this time for me where it's become so innate and it's just popped up and just flown and kind of clicked into place within my life. I'm not saying it's going to be that way for the rest of my life, but this particular experience it is. Um, So it's recognizing that when we're resisting things, you know, how can we accept them? And can we slip into this space of acceptance? And when we're screaming or we're holding our breath, how can we pause and breathe? Or when we're fearing, we're absolutely locked in fear, fight, flight. How can we sink into trust? And when we're holding on for dear life, like white knuckling it, like fully gripping on, How can we let go and flow? And that requires trust and surrender. Um, And this whole process of transition is the most intense, like I mentioned, out of the four. And I do want to mention a couple of the traits of the transition phase because there are many. I've got sitting in here a list of about 20 in front of me. But I want to share a couple of the most common because, like I said, this has been something that has been coming up a lot in conversations, in in sessions I've been doing with clients, in my own world, in conversations with friends. And there are so many common threads when I when this ever this comes up in the healing and we go through the rebirth cycle, where that person's at and, and when they're in transition, I read through the list and the other person is like nodding, 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 like yep, 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 yep. <laughs> they're all the things I'm experiencing. So it is definitely one of those situations where it's more common than not to experience these things. But I'm just going to pick a couple with you today and kind of hone in on those and how you can use them to also flip it and support yourself. So these are beautiful ways um, to recognize that you're in transition because sometimes it's like, well, what part of the cycle am I in? Am I in that contraction at the start where I just know that I'm having, you know, a new cycle beginning or a new rebirth beginning or, you know, where actually am I? So Transition is intense. So I want you to think about those times in your life where something is changing. So transition could be, it could be you're literally giving birth to a human being. It could be you are stuck in a job that you do not like and you are wanting to take the leap into something different. That's a transition. Transition into or out of a relationship. A transition could be moving home. A transition could be 
releasing old beliefs, thought patterns, ways of being and letting them go so that you can make way for new and more soul aligned mantras and beliefs and thought patterns. So transition just comes into just all areas of our life. I mean, that's just a, a small a small sample of the ways that transitions can present in our world. But just to have a look at what's going on for you and what's the most predominant area of your life that's on your mind at the moment and just see where you feel like you fit within the transition or within the rebirth cycle for that part of your life. Just see like what's what's mostly on my mind at the moment, which part of my life or my world is just really front and center for me and where do I think I am in the rebirth cycle and am I in transition? And this episode is for you if you're in transition. And if you are in transition in the future, come back and listen because trust me, you will feel so much better when you understand this. So transition, it's that intense contraction. It's full on in the throes of shedding and rebirthing your new self. So one of the first signs is you want to give up. You're like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm over this. I want to throw the towel in. I just want to climb into bed and be done with it all and just like I'm done. It's This is too much. It's too intense. Maybe you feel like you've been hitting brick walls and you're at that part where it's like it's so intense, but it's like if you just hold on a little bit longer, it'll actually fall into place or let go or do what it needs to do. But our ego screams at us, this is too hard. Why are you doing this? Maybe it's you know a creative project you're um, working on, or maybe it's a new business, or maybe it's a new role, maybe a new job, maybe you're wanting to buy a new car, maybe it could be anything, um, anything at all. And you're at that space with it where you're just like, it's, this is just too much. It's, this is, this is too much. I just can't keep doing this anymore. So it's that space of just wanting to give up and recognizing that. So a tool for counterbalancing that when you're in transition and when you recognize, I just want to give up. The first tool that comes to me is take a breath. Just take a breath and get in your body. So take a breath and breathe. Get your feet on the earth. Go and walk in nature. Move your body. Uh, Whatever you need to do, dance, put some music on, you know, do something to get your energy out of your head and get your energy and focus back into your body and feel your way through it. So often there is also emotions that are triggered when we're in transition they might be new emotions that are being created with the situation that we're experiencing, or they could be old emotions that are being triggered to come up and heal. So this is actually a really nice time just to get into your body, go for a walk, feel where the resistance is, feel where the overwhelming sensations are in your body and breathe through them and feel them. Use it as a processing time. And what we often find and what I find and what my clients find is when we do that, The clarity is on the other side. And this is a common thread through many of my episodes and so much of my work is that when we feel the discomfort, when we embody those emotions, when they pass through our energy field, on the other side of that is clarity. And we can say, hey, universe, hey, soul, thanks for some guidance right now. And it pops in. It's it's clear. It's open. It's accessible. It's easy. It's right there. So the, the answers that we're seeking are on the other side of getting into our body and feeling and processing when we're in that headspace of, I can't do this anymore. I want to tap out. I'm done. Um, and I know that very well through physically giving birth three times, but also the transitions in life. So many different times of transitioning through different areas of life and different versions of myself and getting to that space where I'm like, oh, this is so hard. I don't want to do this anymore and crying and falling to the floor and 
asking the universe to support me through this and guide me and talking to friends and, you know, seeking support and we always get through it. But if we can learn to breathe and feel it when we're in that discomfort, it becomes so much more peaceful a process. It can still be uncomfortable, of course, but when we let go, we don't waste all this energy trying to grip on and, you know, needing something to be a certain way and resisting the crap out of it. If we just let go and allow it and recognize it for what it is, and that's where this comes in. I truly believe that knowledge is power. So when you understand this rebirth cycle, when you understand how to apply it to your life, when you understand how to support yourself in each of the cycles, each of the steps of the cycle, it just makes so much sense. And it's just like this little guide framework to help support you through. So you can recognize, oh, I'm in relaxation phase. All right, what do I need to do for that? And you can go to your notes and you can have a look. All right, this is what I need to do for that. Or, oh, okay, I'm, I'm in transition. I'm going to go through the list of the traits of transition. Yep, feeling all those. Okay, I'm definitely in transition. All right, now I'm going to look at the support for that. What can I do when I'm feeling these things? And it will make the process so much more peaceful, like I mentioned. Um, one of the other things that I wanted to mention too of the traits of transition. So the second one that I'm going to mention in the last one is disconnection. So it is like this disconnection from our intuition, from our soul, disconnected from our body because we're stuck in our heads and all the crazy thoughts and resist, resistive thoughts and fear that's flying around in our head from our ego. We disconnect. We don't want to feel it, um, which is natural for intense anything as human beings. We don't want to feel things that are super intense, especially when they don't feel good. So we just disconnect from it. It's the easy way out and we distract ourselves. So with the disconnection, it's like, how am I disconnecting? And when I'm disconnected, what am I doing? Am I madly just Googling stuff? Am I online shopping? Am I, am I eating? Am I emotionally eating? Am I watching binging Netflix? Am I sitting on my phone to way too late at night, which how I hand up here. That is one of the things that I do when I'm in transition and don't realize it. I might just try to distract myself until I fall asleep and don't have to deal with it anymore, but not this time because I understand it. So it's that disconnection and then figuring out how are you distracting yourself? What are your distraction tactics? So what are the things that you go to when you are feeling disconnected? And you might not even pick it up as disconnected. You might be just go, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm obsessing over some things and I'm distracting myself, but I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I just maybe felt really into something or... Um, yeah, I just felt like obsessed with this topic or generally when that happens, there's something else going on when we become way too obsessed with something and it tends to be there's some sort of dis disconnection within. So if we can actually realize, okay, hang on a second, staying up late every night, I'm exhausted and I'm on my phone just distracting myself because I don't want to just sit there with my thoughts because my head's going crazy. Okay, that's my distraction. Okay, so what can I do instead of that that might be nourishing? So it's flipping that around and going, all right, so I'm going to get into my body. Like one of the, the quickest ways to get out of your head is move your body. It shifts stagnant energy. As soon as we start to move our body, we walk, move our feet, um, get the blood pumping, that energy, it's like, you know, as you're walking, you're like stepping it out. Like you're releasing it with every single step. It's moving it through the system. It's, it's releasing it. You're in your body. You're feeling your body. So you're less likely to be in your head. Um, another thing that I love to do too, when I'm feeling really disconnected is put some music on. So don't actually spend much time in silence. Just put some music on. If you don't want to 
be in silence because your head's going crazy and you don't want to hear the thoughts, then, you know, one of the really nice ways of of, of kind of working through that and processing that in a space of using energy, using, sorry, music as a healing tool is just putting that music on, whatever you need. So I have a, I have a couple of different playlists. Um, it's called on Spotify, they're called SD. So SD for Steph Demetrius, get to know your soul. I have three different playlists. I have a yin, a chill, and a let's do this, which is my like my running, my hop on the spin bike, my let's move it, like high intensity kind of, not too high intensity music, but it's just definitely more music that's tailored more towards moving um, at a faster pace. So I also have um, a whole lot of other playlists. Like if I'm feeling a bit like, oh, I could do with a hug if I'm home by myself and I'm like, oh, I feel like I could really do with a hug or my heart's feeling a bit sad because that's a part of the transition or whatever's going on. John Mayer is the one for me. I'm like, I'll just put John Mayer on. I feel like he just feeds my heart and soul. I love his music. If I want a bit more, bit more energy, even a bit, bit of melancholy sometimes too, is Shawn Mendes. Um, I love Keith Urban as well. So I have kind of different, different artists and different playlists for different moods. And oh my gosh, music is such an incredible healing tool. So I'm not suggesting using music as a distraction from those thoughts in your head. I'm actually saying figure out what music will make you feel held and supported in that moment and put it on because the vibration of that music will help to release the oxytocin or, you know, whatever the those, those good feeling hormones are, the serotonin, the dopamine that will help you feel happier again, that will help you embody those emotions, will help you process them, will help you reconnect as well because just the, the energy of music, it's momentum, it's moving forward um, so yeah, music is just one of my absolute favorite tools. So that and the breathing and the moving, they would be the top three tools that I, I would suggest, um, yeah, within that transition phase. Um, and so those two, just, just going back through those two traits of the transition phase so that you know what's going on when you're doing those things, kind of a bit of a hint to go, okay, maybe I'm in transition at the moment. So number one was wanting to give up. And the antidote to that is take a breath and move your body, get into your body so you can feel your body because when you can feel your body, you're not in your head. And the second part is disconnection and recognizing how you distract when you are disconnected. What is your distraction go to? And when you start to notice that you're doing that a lot, whenever you have that awareness, whether it's straight away, whether it's hours in, whether it's days in, weeks in, okay, noticing that and then using maybe the tool of music or you know some way of getting back into your body again it's connecting to the body so it could be again the breath work the movement whatever you're called to there's a million other practices you could use out there but these are three that I use really commonly really simple you don't you know you really need any tools for if you've got a phone you've got music if you've got a laptop you've got music if you've got a cd player I still have some old cds you've got music um, it's accessible, it's easy, it's it's moving energy, it's shifting, it's helping support you, as well as breathing, we've always got that with us, and moving, we've, we've always got that with us. So three really easy practices to support you through the transition phase, and just as I'm saying this now, they are three things that I used when I was giving physical birth to my babies. I moved a lot during um, birth, I moved around the room a lot, um, a lot of breath work. So I anchored into breath work well at the start of my very first pregnancy because I was shit scared of giving birth. I was more scared of giving birth 
to my babies than I was of dying before I had my first one. I was so, I so bought into society's fear around birth, which is just a whole nother topic on its own. But I was so scared that I started prepping as soon as I knew I was pregnant. I started going to calm birthing courses and I, I did all of the things. And by the time I got to birthing, my breath work was so good. And I utilized it through all of my three births, especially through that transition phase. My gosh, that just got me through. I don't know what it would have done if I didn't understand that and how it calmed and surrendered and relaxed the body and just let the body do its thing because the body knows. And music as well for me. I had specific music. It was different for each of my three kids, but I had specific music that if anyone, if it looked like anyone was going to mess with it, they got the evil eye from me because I was like so in the zone with my music and it's supporting me through transitions. So um, yeah, three really amazing tools to support you through the transition of life. If this picture interests and you're like, oh, I really want to know more because like I mentioned, I've got a list here of like 20 other traits of transition phase that um, have been tried and tested and that have come up with lots of nodding heads and, and acknowledgement of, yep, feeling all those things. I do have um, rebirth cycle sessions. So these are online sessions. You don't have to be present for the session. When you book, you just insert all of your information um, with the, and you book a specific time. So that within that time is when I do the reading and then I email you a document that has the information a little bit on each of the um, phases of the rebirth cycle. But then I go into more depth specifically on where you are at in within that cycle and the traits so that you can identify it and really understand it. And then um, how to support yourself through that, which is the most important part. It's, it's making this applicable to our human lives and what we can actually do and take action on because there's nothing worse than feeling like like you're lost and you're flailing and you are stuck at an ocean without a sail or an oar and you've got nothing to do. You don't know what action to take. So I'm all about taking action and, and giving you tools. Um, this is all intuitively done. So I just go through and I read um, the information that you've given me and I tune into your energy. I get you to email me a photo of yourself, a recent photo. It doesn't have to be anything amazing, just literally a selfie. So I can read your energy and then figure out which um, transition, which um sorry, which phase you are in of the rebirth cycle. And then I get it back to you within a couple of hours of having done the reading, you'll receive it in your inbox because it's got to be super relevant because the thing with, with um, the rebirth cycle is they can be really quick or they can be really long. So you might find you go through a rebirth cycle within a day. You might find you go through one within a week or a month, or there might be bigger ones that go for like a year or multiple years. And having said that, we can be in rebirth cycles that are overlapping. So we might be in really big life transitions and then we might be in, within smaller ones within that for different areas of our lives. So we can have them overlapping. But what will come up in the reading is the one that you most need for your highest good to support with. So if you're interested in this, you can jump onto my website at stephdemetrius.com. Head over to the work with me section and you'll find, or even on the homepage, you can just click on the, the um, book a session with me link and it will take you through. Just click rebirth cycle and then it will just prompt you all the way through. Or you can find me on Instagram. My handle's at Steph Demetrius. Head to my link tree and you'll find how to book a session with me there. Once again, just click on that, head in and find the rebirth cycle online session. Go and book your time. I only have limited times of these available each month. I only have 
time for about a handful of those each month. So if it's something that you're interested in, jump on over, grab it. Like I said, you don't even need to be there at the time. I will do the reading for you and email you the information and then you will have it there and you can just use it as a guide to support you through that part of your rebirthing cycle. And then you can come back to it at other times when you recognize you're in it again, because we still use the same techniques, no matter what the actual cycle is representing in our lives. So I hope today's episode has supported you in some way to understand maybe where you're at in life at the moment or that there actually is a rebirth cycle and what does that actually mean? How does it apply? There's obviously a lot more information also to be shared on the other three um, phases of the rebirth cycle too, which will come at some stage. But I just really felt called to share transition at the moment because I feel like so many people are going through big transitions in life and I just wanted to offer you a couple of tools to support yourself If you feel like you also want some deeper support as well, I do offer my energy balance sessions, which are a combination of Reiki, kinesiology, and intuitive healing, and they are in person or online. Um, Everything can be booked on my website at stephdemetrius.com. But yeah, I love supporting you beautiful souls in any way that I can on your journey. If you feel like some more one-on-one support, then just reach out, let me know, and we can book a session and, and go through where you're at and what would be really supportive and tune into your energy and Figure out what it is that's wanting to let go and shed and see what's surfacing. Um, Anyway, I hope you have an amazing week. Sending you so much love. And if you have any questions on anything or any topics you want me to talk about, please let me know via email at info at stephdemetrius.com or DM me on Instagram at stephdemetrius. And I will see you very soon. Bye. Thank you so much for being here today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would absolutely love it if you're enjoying this podcast series to head on over and give this podcast a five-star rating and write a review so that more beautiful souls can find this podcast and feel inspired too. If you have any questions you would like answered on the podcast, feel free to email me at info at and I will answer those questions in upcoming episodes. If you are after more support and guidance with intuition, I have free resources and I am taking one-on-one sessions again online and in person. So you can head on over to www.stephdemetrius.com and have a look there. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. I will see you next week. Thank you.